Welcome to Standing in Faith, a series discussing how to stand in faith being unshakable, immovable, and unwavering, with real testimonies of victory and overcoming, sharing the voice of the divine encourager with how to discern and respond, finding peace, hope, and encouragement in all times, seasons, or circumstances. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, his covenant, his blood, support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, then he is all my hope and stay. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. O oh Christ, the solid rock I stand, on all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. So that's, well, first of all, I should say, hey, this is Jeff, and David's with me. And that was the hymn on Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. And that was just kind of read almost as if it was a poem. I find that that is truly inspirational to me, given our current situation and circumstances. Right. I think that uh, I think those kind of things should be our focus more than anything else. It's very easy to get focused on on the physical aspect of what's happening, and and to get you know either dismayed, discouraged. I, right now, you haven't seen anything yet. They say. But I think that we we have to uh, realize that the era and time we're moving into is a time when we really do need to think about um, what it is we stand on, who we are, not just the creed, um, but to really stand on and know who you are, your identity. And and live out of that because we've lived in a country for so long where everything's been comfortable for us. But that could change very quickly. And if you've just been through this last year, you realize the kind of changes that we've been through and the different scenarios that we've been through. Um, it it carries with it a lot of uh, it carries with it a lot of what what you could say not nervous but um, anxious feelings around all of that kind of stuff and you know and there there again we have to be careful 
It's interesting because uh, in thinking about a lot of this stuff, I walked out the house the other day and sorry, Jeff, you jump at any time, but I walked out of the house the other day and um, there was a sparrow on my steps and it was dead. It was just laying there, just a little sparrow. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, look, I looked down at this thing. I thought, at first I wasn't sure if it was dead or not. And I reached down, of course, it was stiff. So I took it and threw it off the steps because the dogs were going to come out in a minute and they would have probably latched onto it, you know. And, um, but I threw it aside. And I got to thinking about that dead sparrow on my stairs, you know. And I started kind of meditating on that. Instead of just thinking, oh, it's just that sparrow who probably ran into the side of my house and bam, died. Um, I thought, you know, there's that scripture that says how much God cares for us and takes care of us. Mm. He, he knows yeah. uh, even when a sparrow falls. It talks about it. He knows that even when a sparrow falls. How much yeah. more does he... Love. Yeah. And and all of a sudden I begin to think, you know what? In the midst of everything, as uncertain as the times are that we live in, it's it's kinda it was kind of a reminder to me that God says, Hey, I know that sparrow fell, and you're a lot more important to me than a sparrow. Mm. You know? I thought, yeah, that 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 was good for me. And and so I can keep going back that, to that. When I get anxious about the times, when I get anxious about what may be taking place, I can go back, oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, yeah. I, I, I lock on to righteousness. It's not my righteousness. It's not something that I've done. It's not something that any believer has done other than accept the gift, the free gift, which is remarkable to me, right? Is my righteousness isn't because of me. It's not that I'm a good person. It's not that I have good feelings or good attitudes or, or I've done this or I've done that or I've helped this or I've helped that. It, it's because of Jesus and Jesus alone, there is no other way. Right. So I lock on to that righteousness. And then I'm, we're going to put a bunch of pieces together here and hopefully lead us towards a destination. And stay with us because that destination is ultimately revival. So I start with that and standing on the fact that I'm on Jesus and Jesus alone and his righteousness, that he loves me as your sparrow mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. Then I go to Acts chapter 28, verses 26. I'm going to read it from the or from the Passion Translation. And um, this starts on verse 26. You will keep learning but you will not understand. You will keep staring at truth, but not perceive it. For your hearts are hard and insensitive to me. You must be hard of hearing, for you've closed your eyes 
so that you won't be troubled by the truth. You've covered your ears so that you won't have to listen and be pierced by what I say. For then you would have to respond and repent so I could heal your hearts. To me, I'm bringing that over from standing on Jesus's righteousness to, right, my eyes and my ears. I want to be opened. I want to be discerning. I want to know what God says, what is his will for his kingdom here on earth, right? And then I tie that into the son, right? And I am righteous because of the son. And then ultimately I look to the Holy Spirit and say, all right, Holy Spirit, reveal to me. Reveal to me what you would have of me, what you would have of your body, what would you have of the church Mm -hmm. at such a time as this. I wonder, though, somebody said, well, I can ask God that, but how do I know what to listen for? How do I know what to hear? You know, um, I've never heard God's voice. I've never heard him speak to me. I, I, I don't know. When you say that, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? Okay. You're bringing up a subject that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to go here. Um, but I believe that Jesus says in, in the book of John, and I'll look these verses up in a second, but he said, my sheep know my voice. John 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, my sheep know my voice. Well, that doesn't mean that only Jeff can hear his voice or only David can hear his voice, but all of us have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. All of us have the opportunity to listen. Um, So this is interesting because what I find in the book of Revelation, chapter... Two and three, Jesus is addressing the body of Christ, his church. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he repeats over and over and over for each one of the churches is for those who have ears to hear. Mm-hmm. Right? In other words, listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and listening though, you know, can be can be what? Um I think we have to realize that in order to listen, you have to quieten down something, quiet to be quiet within you or to find a place to be quiet. But I, I, I can listen a lot of times even when things are noisy and crazy, but it's because I've learned over years and years and years of experience yeah. of knowing that this is God speaking to me in some capacity or other. And most of the time, it's just God speaks to my understanding. It's not like this voice that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important way, yeah, the most important way is, is that it, no other venue is you have the Word of God. And you can read the Word of God and obey the Word of God. That's listening to God. Here's something that's super interesting. Yeah. M- my wife was just telling me this. Mm-hmm. The number one app on the App Store for Apple, is a, um, I think it's a Catholic 
priest maybe who's going through the Bible in a year. Hmm. Number one app by far. People have turned, especially people in the U.S., have turned to reading the Bible. Mm. Bible sales are at a high during this last year. So people are doing that. People are turning Mm -hmm. to the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, My hope is that the Spirit of the Lord rests upon them. Yes. And reveals to them yes. what it is that they're reading, mm-hmm. what it is that they're they're hearing, that truth in that. Right. Because ultimately, ultimately, that is our compass. That is the rock that we stand on. Yeah. That is our morality. That is our holiness. That is what we set our intent, right, and our resolve towards. Mm-hmm. But I go back to keeping focus on the fact that it is by his blood that we're righteous. It's not, it's not just by doing what he says, mm-hmm. right? It's by receiving his grace. Yeah. I agree. It's um, – and <sighs> sometimes I think we don't we – don't, uh, even know uh, people say, you know, how do I know if I'm doing God's will? How do I know if I'm really following and doing the right thing? Well, the first thing is when you ask that question, you probably are. Because um, if you weren't, you wouldn't care. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, the other aspect that is is, you know, I remember when I was a, a first became a believer, and I was man, I had so much zeal, and I'd get up in the morning and I'd say. So, God, what do you want me to wear today? And, you know, like, did I pick this right shirt? I, I was just everything. You know, it's like, God. And and it was like, f- finally, it was like I, I got this kind of uh, loud and clear message is, you know, you're following me. You commit your life to me every day. Just choose whatever it is, and it'll be fine. You'll, you'll, you'll be in line, you know? And I really think that's the point is that when we align ourselves to following him, that the kinds of decisions and choices and things that we make all through that day are going to be lined up with what God wants for us because we want to please him. Now, when you have something rises up in you that says, if I do this, it's going to be displeasing to God, but I feel like I need to do it. Yeah, you might want to, you know, I mean, he's not going to smack you down with a two-by-four. But you may not want to go that direction just because of the consequences that you may create for yourself that are not necessarily good. But I think it's the, the most important thing is, is, is we follow him. Just be natural in your listening. Listening means just simply... All right, I'm, I've got a decision to make. Well, what shall I do? This, you know, a lot of people go, well, I don't know what God wants me to do. Well, make a decision. And probably more than likely 99% of the time, that's God because you want to please him. More often than not, God speaks to me subtly through my thoughts, mm-hmm. through what I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. through what I'm pondering. And it takes me back to... Um, Samuel and Eli, right? Where Eli finally told Samuel, yeah, that's not me that's calling you. That's the Lord. Yeah. Say, here I am. Here I am. I'm listening. 
So I want to encourage our listeners to pray that prayer, that really quick prayer, and just say, Lord, here I am. Here I am. And then be intentional with your thought process, right? Amen. And I think you probably have a lot of God flowing through you, Mm -hmm. through your thoughts. All right. Hey, you know what? Next time, I kind of want to share some things that that God told me specifically to repent of and where he took that in terms of ultimately to a prayer for revival. Sounds interesting. It it super is. (laughs) David and I sure would appreciate your feedback. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click like or rate us with five stars and be sure to leave a comment. If you have not already subscribed, please do that as well and turn alerts on. This way you'll automatically know when we post our next installment. You have our permission to share this podcast. If you have a story you would like to share or a question we can answer, you can email us at fellowshipcast7 at gmail.com. That's fellowshipcast7 at gmail.com. (laughs) 